true, real, raw, transparent wisdom. Welcome to Transparent Wisdom, where you will find true inspiration to overcome the battles that live deep down inside you. Listen to raw and unfiltered stories of some of life's toughest moments while also enjoying some good laughs. Gain the encouragement and confidence to live the life you deserve. The following is for mature audiences only. It is not professional advice and should not be taken as such. Topics may be triggering, so listen at your own risk. And now, gifting you with her power of authentic vulnerability and transforming wisdom, your host, Becky Greenhagen. Welcome back, everybody, to Transparent Wisdom. We are on episode two, Dating the Boss. All right, so I started this job, you know, as an entry-level worker and was just doing my thing, but I quickly got recognized, you know. I was kind of a shining star there quickly, and there was some movement with the upper management, and I got a new supervisor and my team lead was about to leave as well and so out in the field you know the word was that this new supervisor of mine which was a female she was looking for a new team lead to work under her and my co-workers that had been working there for quite a long time were saying that my name was getting thrown around and I was the newest employee at this job at the time So I was kind of like, oh, my ego was a little boosted. So, you know, I got the courage to put in um, a resume for it. And um, she called in everybody that applied for the position to do an interview. And we went next door to the Starbucks and sat down to do a formal interview. But this interview lasted three hours and that's because we briefly discussed me and once she jumped into more of my personal life and wanted to get to know me I knew I had the position I think she already had me picked out and she just wanted to know more about me so I quickly caught on that people didn't like her around the office people said that she slept around a lot and you know that she was drama and all these things but I tend to have a heart for people that are kind of the outcast you know and she seemed really sweet and nice so I took the time to engage with her and talk with her and you know I'm an open book we started talking you know like I said for three hours so here we are talking and chit-chatting and She opens up to me and explains that, you know, she doesn't know why, you know, she has such a bad reputation, but she's going to try her best to be a good supervisor and was just kind of talking about her hardships in life with her ex and things that she's gone through and whatnot. And my heart kind of got soft for her. And so I said, you know what? I said, I know you're my supervisor. I said, but I'm still trying to make friends here as well, so I'm willing to be your friend. You seem cool. Let's hang out. I'll be your friend. So, you know, I was just trying to be nice and befriend her, right? 
So, you know, we just start chit-chatting as friends and we go to a pride parade together and just kind of hanging out, being cool and just buddies, you know, and she invited me to some little outside activities with some other friends of hers and, you know, I saw her flirting with the guys there and she was dating this guy that showed up there. So it, it was nothing, you know, we were just friends and I didn't think anything of it. But then as time started going on, I slowly started picking up on little flirtatious things she was doing, you know, a way she'd look at me or a joke she would make or something like that. And I think that started with, I mean, I, I looking back, I, I feel like she already had her eyes on me, but I, you know, according to everyone else, she loved men and I didn't think women was, a, you know, an option for her, so. But one time I accidentally clicked on her name because I was texting her and the girl I was dating at the time back and forth at the same time. And I accidentally text her, I wish I could come over and cuddle you. And her response was not that of a supervisor. It was something like, oh, that would be nice. And it was like, oh, snap. And I'm like, uh, I wasn't supposed to send that to you. So it was kind of an embarrassing moment. But then it revealed a lot to me. And that I'm like, does she mean that? Or is she just kind of knew it was an accident? So that threw me off and it's kind of on my mind, made me wonder. But the more we hung out, the more I felt like she was getting more flirtatious. Well, she played it cool, you know, she was dating her dudes, I was dating my girls, and we were just kind of kicking it once in a while. Well, then our job had an event where we all had to dress up and, you know, go to a dance and all this stuff, and I really didn't know what to wear. I kind of had an idea in mind, and she was really good with fashion and clothing, so I asked her, hey, do you want to go shopping with me so we can get our outfits or whatnot? And she you know was like yeah sure you know maybe we can kind of match or something and I'm like match you know I mean I dress in guys clothing you know I'm just wearing some slacks and a vest or something you know but we end up going shopping and that was cool whatever and we get to the event and I mean it's not but a few minutes inside and I'm just kind of dancing with all of our you know clients and stuff like that and I look up and I see her up on a balcony taking videos of me and just watching me like a hawk and just smiling and I'm just like what is this about and then you know later on in the day you know I just that evening she was kind of in my space a lot and kind of around a lot and hey okay okay we took some pictures together and one of the photos we had together looked like we were a couple the way she was like next to me and holding me and I don't know I was just kind of getting that really flirtatious vibe so I was like what's up with this well then later in the night you know the event ends and a group of the co-workers are like hey let's go out for drinks so a group of us including her go out to a bar to have some drinks and she you know gets a little loose drinking a little bit and just starts saying all kinds of different things about hooking up with people and you know she made a comment that some of the people were 
asking her if she liked me and you know it was just kind of all these little hints and I'm like what and then you know people slowly started going home or whatnot and she was like I'm so hungry she was like do you want to go get something to eat and it's like late at night you know bars about to close whatever so I was like, yeah, sure. So we went to a 24-hour little restaurant to get some food. It was just her and I, and we're sitting there. We're talking about, you know, her exes and this and that. And out of nowhere, she just says, you know, I've dated girls before. And I'm just like, oh, okay, that was random. I'm like, what are you telling me? And then, then I knew, like, she's trying to hint, you know. So I was like, oh, okay, and kind of asked a few questions about that, kind of, you know, I wasn't trying to show any interest, you know, I wasn't really into her at this time, you know, I was just like, yeah, okay, okay, I was kind of annoyed, honestly, and then I was telling her how I'm going to be miserable trying to sleep because it was so hot that night, and I didn't have AC in my house, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be so hot, and she's like, oh, well, you can come sleep at my house, I have AC, so you're not miserable, and I'm like, no, you live far, and I'm good, I'll get through the night, you know, no biggie, and about two, three more times, you know, throughout us eating, she's like, are you sure you're gonna be all right sleeping in the heat tonight, and I'm like, I slept in it last night, you know, I was kind of getting annoyed, and then when we got outside to get in our cars, we both had separate vehicles, you know, she, you know, made the proposition, the proposition again, proposed it, and said, uh, so are you sure you don't want to come over and sleep at my house and I'm just like nah I'm good and I just kind of gave her a little like smirky smile you know because letting her know like I know what you're up to so we went our separate ways and man I woke up with the biggest hangover the next day and I text her and was like man you know I have a headache and I can't lie I started wondering you know what will this be about and I kind of liked you know the attention she was giving me and she did she she carries she has some sex appeal about her you know she's a little bit heavier but she carried it well and she dressed well she did her makeup well she's a very cute girl and I started wondering you know should I see what this is about or whatever so I text her you know just to kind of see what she would say you know it's just like man I, I feel like crap and blah 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 I'm just gonna lay in bed all day and she was like, oh, yeah, me too. She was like, what about some Netflix and chill? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, my boss is really texting me this right now. And I'm like, really? I was like, you want me to come over and Netflix and chill? And she was like, yeah, we just chill in our pajamas and hang out and be bums all day and eat snacks. And I'm just like, all right, cool. I wanted to see what was up. I wasn't trying to, you know, I was trying to play it cool. So I went over there looking rough, you know, I had some basketball shorts on, a wife beater, looking rough. So I get to her house and she, sure enough, she's in her pajamas and just like, okay, yep, come on, get in the bed. Here's the TV, we're mom watching this show. And we're sitting in the bed and I forget what she had on playing on the television, but I'm just laying next to her in the bed, just, hey, what's up, blah, 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 bullshit, uh, you know talking about stuff and uh we ended up watching something and then we got in a conversation about good movies we had seen or if I'd seen any and I had just finished watching a movie that I really liked and um oh I forget the name of it 
but it's a lesbian uh, love story. And I told her, you know, oh, I just watched this movie. It's really good. Yeah, maybe subconsciously I wanted to put that on to kind of see her reaction. But it was just the most recent movie I saw. So, you know. So she's like, oh, that sounds cool. So she put it on. And there are some very intense scenes in there. And during this movie, you know, she starts like kind of poking my shoulder and messing with my ear and just kind of trying to get on my nerves a little bit and I'm like dude what are you doing like get up off me and then she starts rubbing her foot on mine and I'm just like okay she's in the she's getting a little in the mood here you know so I'm like dude so you know I start kind of playing back we start wrestling around a little bit and then all of a sudden I'm hovering over her and it was one of those like movie moments where it's like pause, we look at each other's eyes. And right before I was about to kiss her, I hurried up and got off of her. I was like, man, we can't be doing this, you know, this ain't right, you know? And she's like, what? And you know, you want to and da da da. And I'm just like, dude, you're my boss. Like, this is you coming at me hard. Like, what is going on, you know? And I was just like, we really gonna do this? Like, what's up? And she's like, no, you're right, we can. Da, 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 da. Let's get out of this room, this is dangerous. And I'm like, yeah, I'm hungry anyways. So we went out to the restaurant to eat and walked around the store, window shopping, whatever, just to kind of not be in the bedroom environment. And we hung out a little bit for the rest of the day and nothing, you know, we didn't really talk about anything, kind of like brushed it off and went about our business and then things were a little awkward between us after that but she gave me the eyes she gave me little winks she flirted you know teased me and stuff like that at work and then I went hiking a lot so I asked her if she wanted to go hiking with me and we went out to this hike and it was a great time and we you know when we got up to the peak you know I brought it up you know like you know what's going on you know like what are we doing like what was all this about between us you know and she said that she really liked me and she felt good around me and I really brought out a good side of her and she really appreciates my friendship and she just thinks I'm just such an amazing person but she's confused because she's never dated a girl she's messed around with girls but she don't know if she could actually be in a relationship with a girl and whatnot so we walked back down the mountain and you know I was just kind of like well you need to figure that out like we need you know I can't be doing this playing around stuff I'm not doing that anymore you know so she said you know she'll get back to me and whatnot and we just kind of left it at that and then it's like later that day we had a meeting to go to and when we were driving we always drove together when we had to go to meetings together and um, I was driving and while I'm driving she's like oh, you know, reaches over is holding my hand and stuff and I'm just like dude what is ah, what are you doing you know like we can't keep doing this and she's like I know I just I just I just want to be close to you and whatnot and I'm like but you're dating these dudes and you don't know what you want and man you're not about to mess with me and you know I was kind of real blunt with her you know I was like I ain't playing your games you know and whatnot and she got emotional so I felt bad and you know it was just like oh my goodness so we ended up 
I think I went to her house again and it's just I just got weak <laughs> I got weak you know and I wasn't dating anyone anymore or nothing and so we ended up you know slowly you know it'd be a kiss here and there and it, it got intense really fast I mean our passion and intensity with each other was real real severe you know and that I think what it was we both just wanted passion we both wanted somebody to want us and you know so like I gave her that I gave her that desire and that attention and she gave it right back so strongly but she didn't she didn't have a clue what she wanted she was so lost and then what ended up happening she said well if we're gonna do this we cannot let people at work pick up on it like we're gonna have to be slick about this and I said all right well what's your plan and she said well there's a couple guys at work that people are trying to hook me up with so I'll just go on dates with them and you know that'll bring the attention off of you and I if they see I'm going out on dates with these guys they won't think anything about us and I said okay well she was looking for a place to live and I was looking for a place to live so we were trying to get a place together but that didn't end up happening and I found a place for myself and then she ended up really liking the price and the location of my place and there was one extra apartment open there was only 12 units in this place and there was one more left and the landlord decided to give it to her so now she's just you know maybe 20 feet away from me her door to my door so we basically were living together she's either sleeping at my place or I sleeping over at her place but we're usually at my place and that was just how we were living but I didn't like you know that she would go out on these dates with these guys because when I would see her around these guys it just made me uncomfortable because I felt like there was more going on or she led them on to believe there was more going on then she would tell me oh no I told him it's just one time it's just one date but they were like really into her and trying to pursue her and then she would kind of ghost me sometimes and be like, oh, I was doing this or that. And then I would, you know, find out that she was actually with these guys. And, you know, think, we just started getting in arguments. And, you know, I'm just like, I'm not about to play this game. You need to decide what you want. And, you know, she would get emotional and say she wants me and she loves me. But then she can't do it. She just can't. And she was just putting me through this roller coaster. So I just got fed up you know I was like man you need to figure out what you want and she's like I want you I want you but then you know there was this event that she was going to for her friend and I was like I don't really want to go out you know I'm upset like you go do your thing and then you can come home later or we'll see each other tomorrow and she was like I want to sleep with you tonight she was like so I'll be home before midnight and I'll sleep with you and I was like all right cool well, she doesn't text me. She isn't contacting me, nothing. I'm just like, whatever. And then 11 o'clock hits, I don't hear from her. 11.30 hits, I don't hear from her. She says she'd be home by 12. And she wasn't home yet. 12 o'clock hit, nothing. 1 o'clock hit, nothing. 2 o'clock hit, nothing. And I'm just like, what is going on? And then all of a sudden, I had my window open, but my lights were out. And all of a sudden, I hear a car pull up and 
I hear two people laughing, a woman's voice and a man's voice. And I'm like, that's got to be her, but who is she bringing home? And I peek out of my window and hear her and her buddy, who's a married man, come stumbling drunk towards her apartment. And I'm like, uh, what is she bringing some dude that's a married man that she claims is just her homeboy to her house drunk, just her and him at three in the morning when she's supposed to be sleeping in the bed with me. So I sneak up out of my house and I creep over to her house and she always had her window open. So I'm creeping up under her window trying to hear what's going on. Well, the funny thing is, is a light never got turned on in the house and I just hear them giggling and that was enough for me. No lights get turned on. Her bed was right against that window. So that's where they were or had to have been sitting or laying and they're giggling. So I knew what was going on. So I just went home and went to sleep and said, man, I'm done with this girl. I just, you know, cut her off in my mind at that point. Well, then at like, I, you know, it was like six in the morning. I knew she would get up and try to get rid of him so fast. So I woke up at six in the morning because I knew that she would be getting up early. So I got up at six in the morning and right around 6.30, I hear her and him leave and she leaves and then comes back and texts me and says, do you want breakfast? And I'm like, no, I don't want breakfast. And she's like, okay. She's like, are we going to do laundry today? And because that was the plan originally. And I was like, no, man, you can go on whatever, you know? And I'm like, where were you this morning? I said, your car wasn't here when I woke up. And she said, Oh, I needed to go and help my friend. He locked his keys in his truck, so he slept outside of the bar, and I was helping him get home. And I said, oh, what time did you get home? And she's like, oh, around one. Lie. The lie that she went to help her friend because he locked his keys in his car. Lie. So I was just like, you know what? You can keep those lies. I said, I know that you brought him home with you last night. I know you you didn't turn your lights on. I, I saw the whole thing. I heard y'all on the bed giggling and laughing. And she's like, no, no, I didn't sleep with them. I swear, I swear. I said, but you're already lying. You said you got home at one, da, 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 da. I said, I'm done. I'm not doing this. I know what happened and I'm done. And she's like, no, please, I love you. I want you and all this stuff. But I was done. I was like, no, I'm done with this. So I told her I can't do this no more. And there was still some awkwardness between us, but we left it alone. And she went on to go do her thing, and I went on to go do mine. And, you know, was dating my other people, and she was doing her thing. And we were just doing the supervisor employee thing at work. But then, you know, we would still have these real intense arguments, you know, because I feel like we both had emotions for each other. So when we were alone in the office having a meeting or discussing something work-related, it was just like... I could just feel this tension between us, you know, and she would just cry and look at me and say she misses me or things like that. But then, you know, there was times where I would be getting all her phone calls because she, nobody could get a hold of her. She was the first line of contact. If nobody could contact her, they would call my phone. So I was just getting bombarded with calls and things that I should not have been dealing with. And I could never find her. She's never in the office. 
But then we started picking up, me and my coworkers started picking up whenever she's not in the office, this other guy in the office was never in the office. And we knew that she had a crush on him. She wanted his life. She, he was another married man. He had a beautiful wife and kid and she was always up under him. He, 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 he. Well, she started chasing him around and always being with him. And she would lie to me and say she had a meeting to go to. So can I do this and this for her? But then I would leave and be driving around town and see her in the car with this dude. And she would so deny it when I blatantly would see them, you know, so that went on, we'd argue about them and things just got real ugly because I was tired of doing her job. And we just started getting in these big fights and I was getting really blunt with her. And I mean, it got to a point where she's kicking her trash can, slamming her computer in her office. You know, we were just getting in these big fights at work and people could sense our tension and they could see that, you know, somebody saw her, like, push me one time, put her hand in my face. And everybody's just like, this relationship between y'all is really intense and awkward. Y'all are always fighting. And she's your supervisor. Like, this is not professional. And people had their suspicions. But they also knew how she was with men and seen her dating these other men. So they were really confused. And neither one of us revealed to anybody that anything happened between us. So people were kind of like, what's going on? And they would ask, is something going on between y'all? And I'm like, no, nah, man, we're just too good of friends. So we're real blunt and open with each other, but we just keep fighting and I'm tired of doing our job. And I'm, you know me, I just tell you how it is and whatever. Well, then all of a sudden she gets sick of it. She gets sick of me putting her in her place. And she was afraid that I was gonna expose her and I, and I was gonna expose a lot of stuff that I learned about her and old dude that she was chasing around at work. So she calls me into her office and it's her sitting there and old dude sitting there because he was an authority figure to me too. And they both stated that they were giving me a written warning and I was getting put on a 90 day probationary period to fix my behavior because I was crossing a line and being too disrespectful. And they had all these other lies that clients are saying that they don't feel safe around me and I'm treating people unfairly and all this stuff and they were like so if you could sign here I said I ain't signing anything I said you I said you know what y'all because it was just us three the door shut I said I know what's going on here I said this is a personal attack on me because you don't want your garbage revealed all your dirty laundry to be exposed I said I ain't gonna say anything I said but you really need to start respecting my position and treat me you know as your employee and not your slave. I said, I'm not signing that. So then they were taking it to the higher up director saying she's refusing to sign. Well, this was a new director. She hadn't been there for like a week. So I'm like, look lady, you have no idea the culture and what's going on in this little uh, office here. I said, everybody else will tell you this stuff has been going on forever. I said, there's a lot of stuff you don't know. I said, I'm not signing that. And it was kind of like, well, you have to, or you could be fired. And I'm like, fired? I'm like one of the best employees y'all have. The CEO himself, I'm like the golden child in his eyes. So what is this about? So anyways, the next day I decide, you know what? I'm done with this. So what I do is I contact the CEO and 
I say, hey, I really need to talk to you. Can I meet with you in the morning? I said, I cannot be around these two individuals or somebody is probably going to get hurt. I said, because my temper and I'm just fed up with this. And he was like, yeah, I heard you didn't want to sign that paper. I said, no, because it's absolute nonsense. And that's what I want to talk to you about. So I already decided, you know what? I'm just going to put it all out there, tell the truth, say what happened between us and put in a resignation letter. So I wrote up my resignation letter and I printed out all the photos she had sent me, all the text messages about her and I and our relationship and her and the married guy's relationship at work and everything just to show them like, look, I know I did my wrong by dating her and going through all this but you see in the text messages that we are fighting about my position and her telling me so many times to do things that are outside of my line of work and that are more of her responsibilities and she's clearly having an affair you know having an affair with this guy and blah 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 and I mean I had paper it all printed out I had my resignation letter and I went to him and I told him like look I'm resigning, but I want you to know the truth of what's going on in your company. And he kind of giggles, like, you are not quitting. You're not going anywhere. He's like, I'm not letting you go. And, you know, he was like, you take the day off. Do what you got to do. Hit the mountains, whatever. I'll see you on Monday. He's like, I'm going to look into this. He said, you know that I'm going to look into this. And I'm going to take care of what I need to take care of. Well, everybody was kind of saying that I should take over her position because I pretty much did it better anyways so I was really thinking that after he saw all the dirt on her that he would have her resign and I would get that position so what I did I went home and you know he said I'll see you on Monday this was a Friday and about two hours after I left that office he said, hey, actually, he said, I, you know, I looked into this and I want you to come back and talk to me. And I'm like, oh, he's going to promote me. You know, she's canned. And I was like, all right, I'm on my way. So I was driving. I drove back to the office. And as I was pulling into the parking lot, he was leaving. And he kind of looked at me kind of like, oh, crap. And he drove off. And I'm like, I thought he just told me to come talk to him. So I'm like, so I walk in in the front desk and I said, hey, he just told me to come talk to him, but he's gone. And then here comes the two individuals, my supervisor and the guy she's sleeping with, walk up to me and I told him I do not want to see them. Walked up to me and said, uh, we were told to have, uh, we're going to go ahead and accept your resignation. So if you could take these boxes and they handed me some cardboard boxes and go pack your things and leave quietly, we would appreciate it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And everybody in the office was like, what is go what's going on? What's going on? Oh, why are you leaving? What's going on? And I was like, oh yeah. And I just said, I said, yep, those two lovebirds get to stay and I'm the one getting told to leave. I said, this is, and everybody's like, this is wrong. No, no, because they did not like her at all, my supervisor. So. There were a lot of people upset and a few people actually quit shortly after I did just because of how wrong it was and how they just realized that they didn't want to work under people that were that crooked. And I mean, this was over three years ago and they are still there. 
shining bright, getting promoted, doing their, you know, thing. And I just, you know, was just really upset about that. But, you know, all said and done, you know, it's like, I'm really glad I quit when I quit because right after that, I ended up, you know, doing Uber and Lyft together. And I mean, at that job, I was barely making maybe $15 an hour and I worked hard and a lot and it was a lot of hard work. But once I started doing Uber and Lyft, I was averaging 50 to $60 an hour. I was banking. So I was happy I had full-time opportunity to go do that and I can choose when and where I wanted to do it, how long, where, you know, wherever I wanted to do, you know, and it was fun. I met so many people and just experienced so much. So it was kind of a blessing in disguise. You know, I was stressed out anyways. And, you know, so I try to look at the positives and not have hard feelings. And as far as she goes, you know, like if I saw her today, I'm sure she might have some tension towards me, but I have none towards her, you know. It is what it is. And again, you know, like I said, she she had a lot of stuff she was dealing with. She didn't know what she wanted. She was lost and confused. I do truly believe deep down inside that she loves me and has love for me. She just didn't know what to do with it. And she felt lost, you know. She was trying to live up to this get married, have children idea. But she did love me and she didn't know how to accept that and handle that and her projection into the world was a big deal to her so you know I have compassion for that and it sucked and she hurt me but I do appreciate what she did give me you know when we were on good terms you know she did help me with a lot of things and she did put a lot of effort into me and she was a good friend terrible lover you know not faithful and lying all the time but she was a very good friend and I do feel her love was genuine so I try to focus on that and you know I really really learned like do not date your boss and probably not the best idea to date somebody you work with I've done that so many times I'll share some of those stories with you but you know dating your boss is a whole nother level and I just you know learn my lessons and take the good that I got from the experience and move on with it you know I wish her well I hope she's doing fine I think about her from time to time and I wish no harm on her and I really really hope that she finds her love and her joy and that she can figure her stuff out and be happy you know it's, it's no point in being angry or holding grudges you know I moved on with my life it was a few years ago I, if, if that had not happened, I would not ex have experienced all the wonderful things I'm doing now in life. You know, it was a catalyst for all the other things that happened. So I'm truly grateful for it. it things suck in the moment, but we need to trust the unknown ahead. And I've learned very wholeheartedly that even if it's terrible, even if it's such an intense, terrible thing happening, I go through the emotions and then I look up to the universe and I say, okay, you must have something else in store for me. All right, let's ride. And that's what I do. And that's what I want you guys to do to just embrace the unknown and look at it as an adventure, a surprise, because you never know what's around the corner and it could be such a beautiful thing.
All right. So I hope y'all enjoyed. I hope you got some little giggles and laughter from that. I hope that um, my words of wisdom stick with you and you can really think about the people that have hurt you and try to find the good and what you got out of that experience. And if any of you have any experiences like this or any other experiences that you want to share, you know, please contact me on Facebook. It's Transparent Wisdom Becky Greenhagen on Facebook. Again, that's Transparent Wisdom Becky Greenhagen on Facebook. And drop me a message and let me know what you want to share. And I'll reach out and see if we can set something up for you to come onto the platform. You know, it's always great to hear other people's stories, you know, help inspire people and give someone a laugh or just help somebody get through a hard time and share what you've done to overcome your obstacles or if you're still struggling, that's fine. Whatever it is, you know, I want to hear from you. So hit me up on Facebook at Transparent Wisdom, drop me a message and tune in next Friday for another episode it'll be episode three and this one will be about a crazy night out partying with my friends and waking up saying uh what thank you for listening and i'll see you next time peace